I'm Caleb. I'm Haley. <laughs> and I'm having coffee, coffee with, with my, my ex. ex. Wow, that uh, feels so good. It feels really good. It's wow. been a moment. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to act like I'm not here. If you're just listening to this, um, Cameron is here, obviously. Yeah. You guys. I live here. Yeah, but like he's joining us today in this conversation. Yeah. Before we talk about Cameron, we should probably say that we're in the same room. Yes. Now. It feels this is crazy. For the first time in a long time. Yeah. Like four episodes. Yeah. And we've so now the country's starting to loosen social distancing, distancing a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're still wearing our masks. We're not like going out and playing and going to the clubs or bar. Like right, we're I'm just still not leaving my home. Right. <laughs> So we're still social distancing. We're just like, we've loosened the restrictions on ourselves. Yeah. To each other. Yes. Yeah. Instacart is doing all the shopping. Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> yes, it is. It's and a little expensive, but it's fine. So why is he here? Um, the people know. want him. The people have asked for Cameron. And so we asked him last night if he would be on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you've been asking for weeks. We have. And each time he asks what his fee will be. Right. Right. And I told him that whenever we make and something, then maybe we'll throw I'm, him a dime. I'm doing this out of charity because I saw the... Um, All of this is charity. I saw the profit <laughs> loss statement for last quarter. And so... You saw the what? The profit loss statement. <laughs> <laughs> so... Not every business is profitable in its first year. <laughs> That's okay. right. That's right. Good job. Oh he, we spent literally $200, right? To get three hundred dollars to get these mics and stands, which aren't even good and my mics new headphones and, and my headphones, and then you had to buy things for your photo shoot, and then you had to pay oh, for yeah. your podcast platform. So oh. like he won't shut up until. Although we just made our first hundred dollars. Yeah, we did on YouTube. On yeah. YouTube, but you didn't. That paid for your mic. Okay, we better can. <laughs> this is a great segue into the conversation. So we should introduce people who don't know you. Maybe they're just discovering this. I don't know not, how they wouldn't know. They me. might not be that invested. Like. In our lives. Yeah. Okay. So Cameron is my boyfriend. He is Haley's girlfriend. And <laughs> when we're a throuple. <laughs> um, boyfriend, Cameron's also our manager. Mm-hmm. And is there any other roles that you take? Sometimes? Photographer, dancer, Photographer, PR. Yeah, dancer, um, producer, agent, um, agent sound um, guy. Yeah. Audio tech. Maker of uh, our logo. Um, Graphic designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, (laughs) Merchandiser. Okay. Okay, yeah. So he does a lot. Yeah. And he is, he's just, he's like the the jack of all trades. No one can come into this team and be like one dimensional. You have to know how to do everything. And you may hate it every step of the way. Like, do I love editing this podcast? No, it's not my passion. Does she love editing Best of Booties? No, I don't. It's not my passion. (laughs) Does she love setting up her mic? (laughs) No, do not. But I do love sitting here and talking. I'm really good at that. You're born to be on screen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so you guys kind of probably wanted to know what Cameron does and Mm -hmm. how he's involved in our lives day to day. Mm -hmm. And Cameron and I have lived together for the past what five years four four like years four. has it yeah. been four years i think so because yeah. i am the type of person who when i get in a relationship i i mean that's that's like any like gay people they, they move in much faster than the straights because they're not used true. to having they connection oh. <laughs> once it's real like once it gets past just like a one night stand it's like forever yeah yeah, yeah yeah if you can make it past that but we didn't even have sex the first time oh. we met 
Yeah, let's get into, okay, let's, how did you guys meet? <laughs> My grandma is That's a good thing. Us. That's a good thing. That's. Oh, that is good. Yeah, it's good. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we waited until marriage. marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so how did we meet? We... Make, keep it short because I'm so tired of hearing the story. Well, they aren't. <laughs> I'm sure that a lot what was of people it? Wait, Cameron, been. what day was it? What day did we meet? June 10th. That's disgusting. Another time. It was around 8 p.m. Oh my God. Um, so we met at the gym, mm-hmm. um, but not we weren't working out. Well, I was working out. I was mm. I was teaching new students that were coming into our college. I was like doing a demo, like a dance demo. So yeah. I was doing Anaconda, and Cameron came on with the students because he was the orientation leader. Right? Well, no, that year I was a program assistant, so I didn't have students. I was just there mm-hmm. being me. Being you. And so my gaydar went off That's what he does now. He walked in. I could just like little see like a little like thing coming out of his head. It was like, boop, boop, homosexual. So I found him <laughs> after my shift was off because he was just like piddling around. And I had mm-hmm. never talked really to a boy before or in a, in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And so he was the first guy I went up to. And I was just like, hey, like, what's up, man? And we hit it off, and I saw his name tag. And Did I, we hit it off, though? Because it was an awkward conversation. It was an awkward conversation. Every conversation with you, Caleb, is awkward. I'm not great. You were, like, asking, like, random, th- like, why are you here? Like, what, <laughs> what do you do? It was just, like, weird. What was I supposed and then, to say? And then I was like, I need to go. I have other things to do. And then you found me on Instagram. Yeah, I did. I social stalked him, obviously, went through all the channels, commented on or liked three of his Instagram pictures, an old one, um, a middle one, and like a new one to show my level of interest, but not too much. I don't want to like four pictures, but he reciprocated. But but that was pretty instant because I was walking to my next station and I was with my friend and I opened up my phone and I was like... That guy at the gym just liked all that these hot pictures. Guy in the tank top the and then gym. I was like, I'm just gonna let the see what happens. Cause I didn't know if you're gonna DM me or what. And then I didn't do anything until that night when I got home at like midnight. So we eventually kept talking, started dating, and that I feel like transitioned very quickly from we started dating and then within a couple months we moved in together. <laughs> Damn. literally no that is just not how it works in the straight world for anyone who has well (laughs) where were we well because yeah because we started dating july 15th and then i had a job working at the dorms but then i was like staying at your apartment all the time and then you moved into the dorm well, no. And then the next year, we moved into a house. No, I forgot that you used to live in the dorm up. with him. We, we moved in together after a couple months just because I'm very clingy and I love wiping up as soon as possible. But That's not wiping up. We, oh my God. So we moved in together, but the roommate situation was not good. And mm-hmm. my roommates at the time did not take it. Uh, liking to you well yeah. he was just like some rando that like moved into their apartment yeah. I like, looking I, back it was weird yeah it was weird and it's not yeah. like we were having like adult conversations that time i was just like yeah i'm staying here like yeah it just got to the point where he was always there but not paying rent and they were like yeah like, I he's gonna live too. here then he should split the rent and like yeah, yeah they're right yeah and like and utilities then, and stuff and then i was like yeah that's like when they finally brought it up to me because they were like really mad at me and I was like, mm. and yeah. then they brought it up, and I was like, that's fine. Yeah, but then the, it just like got bad eventually. Even I think after it's because like also in. like you aren't the best communicator. No, it's so, not. Like, you weren't and not talking. Like you all. weren't talking to them at all, and they were just mad. 
yeah. and then like you were just avoiding it and we would like lock ourselves in your room yeah it was awful god so we ended up getting out of that situation and we moved into i did not ask you guys your rental history <laughs> i asked you how you met i we answered that question moving on <laughs> like what well, we've lived here for a long time, time. <laughs> like i do not care <laughs> short story i said keep it short <laughs> short story um cameron and i moved into his dorm and we the story is over the story We've lived is together done. We've lived together time. for like five years. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Four. Four. Dear God. Okay. Yeah. So moving on. So I, the first time I met Cameron, how long had you guys been dating at that point? I think it was pretty soon. Well, yeah. It was like August, right? Yeah. Cause we had, I just moved into my house on yeah. Neely. I think I've feel mentioned like... my house on Neely so many times. Cause we met June 10th, started dating July 15th. Mm-hmm. And then in August... Because we went to Muncie. Yeah. So, so Muncie is where I went to college and they would always come yeah. down and like we uh-huh. would party. And by party, I just mean hanging out at my house and drink. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the first time I... I'm <laughs> just... So the first time I met you, you were having a lot of medical problems. I was, right? I was pretty, pretty high. Yeah. And you were on... Percocet? He was on Percocet. lots of stuff. Yeah. He was on lots of stuff because he actually like was prescribed that, not because he was taking it recreational. Yeah, it wasn't recreational. And I wouldn't... There's certain things that I take recreational, but not that. <laughs> you were... He was like a zombie for a really long time. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, like, you weren't talking to people. It was really hard to communicate yeah. with you. And that was my first time like meeting him was he was on Percocet. But he was like fine. I didn't really like notice anything. I was about to say, like, what was your first impression of him? I was just like, oh, he seems like quiet and shy which is so but like i get it like no one's like i'm not like that either when i first meet someone and he like is engulfed in all these people that you know and i know and in a kind of crazy environment you know what i mean i think also cameron is just someone who you're the first you're not like first impressions aren't your favorite you're very you're more reserved and closed off you're not like we're the type of people who just like open up and spill like I, I trust everyone I meet and think that I they're be my best friends. No. I'm not that way. No. Don't okay, put well, me in that I guess bubble. I just am. But yeah. Cameron, you're like the exact opposite where yeah. you I think Cameron's off. me and kind of like me in the sense of like he's like, are you gonna be worth my time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that Yeah, he I feel was, like I waste a lot of time meeting see, people <laughs> I think that I don't Am I gonna them. be worth their time? <laughs> <laughs> no. But I meet him and everyone's like drinking. He did you drink? I don't think I, he did. I might have like one. Yeah, but he was like on Percocet, so he wasn't like drinking a lot. If yeah. you did, if you had to drink at all. But we were token up, like we mentioned before. I was a big stoner in college, yeah. and so we were all token up. And Cameron decides to take a hit out of a bong. <laughs> was it a bong, or was it out of a bowl? You know, it doesn't matter. You I shouldn't don't even have. No, whatever he, it was. He turned into a whole ass zombie. It was scary. It was I... really scary was cross-faded. That's why that term was created. Yeah. Was for that moment. <laughs> you were like triple-faded. Like, oh. I think like if you had a drink, you're on Percocet, and you had a hit out of a bong, because I know we only smoked out of bongs. sitting on your bed, and you had a squeaky door. Yep. And it was closed, but then, like, you and Caleb came in there, and for some reason, I thought that I was locked in a dungeon, and you guys came in there to kill me. You looked at And me. then you guys were sitting on each side of me, just like saying things, but like, I didn't know what it was. I remember, I will never forget the look on his face. Like his eyes were wide open. If you're watching this, this literally his face was. 
And I thought, and <laughs> I was trying time. so hard to talk, to say things. You can see it in your eyes. And it wasn't working. <laughs> like, like my trying to say something. I know it. <laughs> and that was the most I've ever derealized in my life. <laughs> that was beyond. You're on and a different planet. Shortly after that, Percocet was no longer in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, for the best. And that was my first time meeting him. So what an impression! What, what an impression! What I felt so bad. Honestly, I like wanted to take care of him. I was like, he needs help. Yeah, what did I? And I was like, what did I do? I did this. I did something. Like he came here and I broke him. <laughs> <laughs> the Matrix. Yeah. Um, so how did you? How, how did it transition? Like, at what point did you realize that you wanted to go from just being boyfriend to getting involved in the fitness marshal? Was well, there a, a moment? <clears throat> like when we had first met, <clears throat> like we had went on a few dates. And then I remember, like, after our first date, I went home, and then I was stalking you, like, more in depth, mm-hmm. and then I found your, like, actual YouTube channel. Yeah, because you didn't know. Because I didn't know. I thought no, you were just obviously teaching. didn't know, Caleb. You had, like, 80,000 subscribers. Had, and small, then, yeah. <laughs> and then I saw these videos, and I was, like, sending you links, like, reacting to them in real time, and then you, like, had just hit 100,000 subscribers, and then... Right around like that same time as when like you had moved in, and then I was like on your computer one day and just like saw all of your emails, and then I was like, why aren't you doing anything? Because you were broke. Why are Why are you? You were broke. Like because I remember we I would be like, oh, do you want to like go like out to dinner? And you're like, Cameron was your sugar daddy for a while. (laughs) You couldn't go out to eat. And and then you were like, oh. Well, <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, well, I'm just going to eat at home by myself. <laughs> yes, then, I hate when you do that. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'll just come over. Like, we can cook together. And you're like, oh, I only have enough food for me. <laughs> I don't remember that. Caleb, you got you, paid to go to college. Like, I don't feel bad for you. You were You could have gotten poor. a job, like an actual job. I had an actual job. <laughs> you worked at the SRSU for job. like three hours a week. You, you were making no money. So I feel like... In a sense, I was doing it to save myself. That's what I figured. From being <laughs> in that kind being, of relationship. For, from me being a financial burden. Yeah. I remember choreograph like when I was choreographing work, like that time. I was mm-hmm. doing it in his dorm. Like that's where we were living in the dorm room. Yeah. With a channel getting millions of views. It's hilarious. Over 100,000 subscribers. Making less than zero dollars. So <laughs> Less than zero dollars is right. Yeah, so what I remember time. you saying like you like saw emails and you yeah. were just like, okay, do so. What was like your first move? Well, I was like on his computer. I saw the emails and then I was like, hey, you don't like go through these. Can I res-? like, and I found it was some random email and I was like, hey, can I respond to this? And then you're like, yeah. And then I just kept doing it. And then it just kind of snowballed. Never honestly. looked back. I re- will never I just forget. Felt like a weight being lifted off my shoulder. I'll never forget. Like the day something happened, and you guys called me, and you were like, "Okay, well, we booked this, and we booked this, and we booked this, and we booked, like that was like around like Denver time, like our first mm-hmm. time going to Denver, like St. Louis and Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "What? What? What? Yeah. I was like, what the because hell is going time, on?" I was like answering emails and like doing more things, and then like that first show was Denver. Mm-hmm. And then you got me a ticket to Denver. Oh, yeah. He wasn't supposed to yeah. come. For Christmas. Because you kept saying I couldn't go. And I was like, I'll pay for a ticket. Like, I'll figure it out. And <laughs> then like, no. you bought it for me for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I Granted, remember that. it was a Frontier ticket. 
<laughs> so don't ever do that again. <laughs> and that was my first flight. It was a frontier flight. <laughs> like our first flight in bad turbulence. Yeah, like your wine shaking everywhere. Like, You're like, this no. is fine. <laughs> we didn't have wine on that flight because you pay for every single drink. No, no, no we, we bought still drinks. had the canned wine. I remember exactly what we had. Oh, yeah. I was like, I, my, I was so excited to drink on a plane. So yep. I, I got like a, I was drunk. No, that, <laughs> that was a, that was a time. That I mean, time. I was terrified for my life in that plane, and you were fine. And I was like, "Yeah, everything." This it is was. Normal. I had never. I will never forget the plane taking off and being like, "This is not right. This is not how." Like, it's still not right. It's not. Right. What was that first show like for you, Cameron? Did you feel like I'm doing shit? That was fun. That was a really it was fun, a fun show. The show where he was literally like walking around through the crowd, live streaming. Oh it. my was, god! And he was hitting every accent. I was live streaming on youtube uh-huh. from the phone i had to have a brick on there so it didn't die mm-hmm. and then i just remember like your mom texting you and being like tell him to stop moving because <laughs> he was dancing his ass <laughs> and off. i was just like running around like i didn't care i was like i don't i wasn't thinking about like the production value i was just like i'm just running around here like showing my friends I didn't yeah. even think that I was, like, broadcasting to people. Did you have to, like, get the stage and everything for that? Or did no. you were you didn't no. have to do any of that? I didn't do anything. I wasn't a part of it. That's why I wasn't going to go. Because mm. you were like, oh, you don't need to go. Like, they're doing everything. I think also my, before you started working with us, my perception of everything was that if you're just good enough and you put out great content, like, someone's going to pick you up and, like, good things are going to happen and mm-hmm. you're going to get opportunities. And then I think you helped me realize that that's not how the world works. Right. And just being a creative person and putting out cool videos on YouTube is just one part of it. And it does not equal success. <laughs> no, yeah. it does not. For some people it does, though. That's Yeah, I guess if you could have AdSense. But even AdSense mm-hmm. is kind of awful now. So what is your, what is your role? Like, how do you describe what you do now? Like a title? I mean, I don't know. I feel like the people just like want to know, like, what do you do besides like, because they see you dance in the videos. They know you like manage us. But like, what does that really look like? It's a lot. (laughs) Because I'm also like, kind of like a a fake assistant to you as Mm -hmm. well. A fake assistant. Because like every morning I'll like... You really, like he does my schedule now. Like every morning I'll put his calendar together for the day Mm -hmm. and I always like include time for him to like watch Philip DeFranco or like I know that during this time he's gonna like go off and like FaceTime Haley. I have like (laughs) blocks in his schedule that are just empty because I know that his ADD is gonna take over. Yeah. You like like, pitter patter time like stare at the Brava for 10 minutes. So (laughs) all that's kicked in. So every morning I'll usually like go over his schedule make sure like we can actually get things done. Yeah. And then a ton of like inbound stuff, reaching out to people, um, planning content, pitching, planning tours, planning tours, pitching brands, pitching music companies, mm-hmm. talking to our lawyer. It's funny because just the other day you're on the phone with your mom, and she was like, "So is Cameron just hanging out every day now because you're not touring?" Oh she my has no god! And what I does. mean, no one has yeah. any concept of. What I don't think I do. she has a concept of what we I do. Mean, <laughs> I'm sure my family thinks I just mess around all day as well like i don't have a normal job like none of us have normal jobs yeah in a, the corporate sense well that's but it's also like whenever something like comes out or something happens like everyone's like oh look this just came out today but there's also like months of planning that goes into literally every single thing that we do right like and then keeping those things afloat 
in like making sure they keep running smoothly. It's like daily tasks. Just like, daily tasks. Like just like the email blasts you do all the time, or just like I, every day I see them and they're researching new platforms and programs for us to like do things on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever time is like left over, I feel like you're always like researching, like, okay, what's the next thing? Mm-hmm. It's very proactive. Yeah, and like even right now, like with everything happening, like we have so much stuff that we're still working on and it's still taking up so much of our time right. that like no one even knows about. Right. What do you feel like, like how did you learn to do things? Like you didn't have all these, I guess, skills before we started. Mm-hmm. Did you, because I think people assume that you just knew. Right. He was a, he, he was um, ambulance. You were, what are they called? I, I was an ambulance. You were an ambulance. <laughs> what are those called? I was an EMT. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I went to school. Got my degree in public health, and while I was in school, got my EMT license, and then I worked on an ambulance like one of the summers that you lived with my mom. That was a good summer. <laughs> I was there a lot. That was a good summer. I was working like 12-hour shifts on the ambulance. That's, that's why. It's because it was just me and Caleb every night. <laughs> like, you, you lived in my yeah. childhood home. <laughs> Yes, it did. I feel like I did too. Like alone, because I was working <laughs> yeah. like, all day. That was I'd weird. be gone. I would did nine a to nine. Caleb, you're just a piggybacker, and <laughs> like you were just there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like upstairs, like choreographing. You're like yeah. mom's downstairs. Like your your brother's coming home from school, and I'm yeah. just like doing me too. Yeah, yeah. his old playroom. Yeah, but I was going to graduate, get my master's. Either go to Atlanta or DC this for a second. This is his life envisioned for himself. Start working <laughs> at the CDC, uh. <laughs> spice some shit up, and then move on with my life. <laughs> and now here I am. And I, it's interesting because no, I don't like. In a sense, I do, have no idea what I'm doing. But also, it's like you have. That's how every career yeah. starts and that's how people do Chris Jenner didn't know what she was doing until do, she knew that's true that's how you do different things as well like the CEO of Amazon like Jeff he started that in his garage had no idea it started off selling books yeah mm-hmm. and like and then ebooks and now it's this massive company that's also like e-com and a million other things that they do and so I mean every good business starts with someone that has no idea what they're doing I think it's even I think it's better because then if it's not something that you've been doing for a long time, you don't get as jaded about yeah, it. And there's, not a and there's like a fresh outlook yeah. mm-hmm. on like, okay, this is what's normal. This is what is normally done, but you don't know what's normally done. So then you get to experience and like play with new things that no one's done before. And everyone yeah. thinks you're an innovator. And you, and you have to find out how to do things because you can't just follow what everyone else has done right. because that's how you fail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I've always admired about you is you will just teach yourself and learn things. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't know how to get sound or stage for a show, but you figured it out, you called people and you just made it happen. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I kind of had a, have always had a hard time doing. Um, just your ability to like jump into tasks that you're unfamiliar with and teach yourself, I think mm-hmm. is why you're so valuable to the group and why we've been able to turn making zero dollars into make starting to make money and make a business is because mm-hmm. you've just jumped into things that you didn't know how to do yeah. call yourself and it hasn't been easy and it hasn't been like <laughs> perfect or great like looking back i'm sure there's things like mm, i would have done that differently but also if i didn't do it that way or if we didn't do like that specific thing then we wouldn't be where we are and i wouldn't have been able to learn and know that what i'm doing now is correct yeah and is right 
like when we rent equipment, bringing all this stuff into some jank gym, like it's much cheaper, like to do what we're doing now. Yeah. So it's like just learning those things, but also like you have to come from somewhere. And like at that point, people love that we were doing stuff in gyms. And now it's like they expect all these things from us because we're at a different level. Mm-hmm. So. That's like the thing though, is like with anything successful, it never started out perfect. Like mm-hmm. there's always a starting point you have to jump off of and it's like scary because you know it's not going to be perfect. You know, you know you're going to look back and be like, ooh, what the fuck was I thinking? Mm-hmm. But like that's all part of the story yeah. of like whatever brand you're working yeah. with. And like even now, like with Kib, like the other day we were talking like things that we're working on now. You're like, man, you've been trying to get me to do this for two years and I've been so um, like against it. Mm-hmm. And now we're finally like, hmm, like look at all these things that we could be doing and how we could be like doing more Mm -hmm. well and also i think that we're starting to look at what we do get into business ventures that we really wouldn't have before because before i think i just wanted to create content that Mm -hmm. i loved and i wanted to perform but it is a business and you have to figure out how to Mm -hmm. make money and there's just certain things that you have to do that you're not like passionate about or that you like don't really care about in order to be able to do the things you want and it's not like you're taking anything away like from your fans because you've always been like okay well if I charge them for something then I'm not doing it out of like the goodness of my heart mm-hmm. anymore but you still are and your time is valuable so mm-hmm. let people pay they're willing to support <laughs> you is- and <laughs> let you and let you live I love you, how we feel so bad charging for anything for anything but like that's part of the problem like, <laughs> and, and it's not like I'm like we still think of like okay how can we make it accessible for every single person mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to outprice anyone or, like, not have anyone be able to do it because of money. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, like, I mean, we've had really hard times as well. Like, especially moving out here where it's like, well, shit, how are we paying rent next month? Mm-hmm. Or, like, how are we going to do X, Y, or Z? And, I mean, even last fall, like, we had some stuff going on and it's like, oh, you know, so. It's, like, kind of this thing where you branch out and you have all these businesses, like, to keep yourself afloat so then you can you can do the content and it like mean more to right. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, this, the content part, it doesn't feel like the work. Yeah. Like it's and now, more like, fun. And now that we have the booty army, it's like, okay, you know, like we can have like the YouTube channel and have like 2.5 million subscribers, which is great. And we know like every Tuesday when we're putting out a new video, it's like, oh, we're doing it for those people. Mm-hmm. But then when we have people that are actually paying like the booty army and we're like, okay, we're doing this every single Wednesday, a 60 minute sweat session. It's more tangible of like, okay, these people that are paying us are depending on us for this product. So it's, I feel like we put more into that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Not that like we're putting the regular videos on the back burner like we're doing those at an even yeah. higher rate but it's just like having those people there and like knowing that like okay these are real people mm-hmm. they're supporting us they want this product they want what we're making mm-hmm. yeah that makes it so much easier to like know we're doing things right mm-hmm. you know and even like selling merch and like you know is anyone gonna buy it is anyone like the first time we toured you're like is anyone gonna show up i was so scared you know we both were i mean, i yeah. remember that one show where Haley and i were like in the back room the like the blue room mm-hmm. and we it was in indianapolis and it was like that tiny oh little studio oh my yeah. god and yeah. we were so scared that no one was gonna come mm-hmm. and i think we sold out both days and it was like 25 people but yeah. still yeah that yeah, was that a big was deal the, for us that was one of the first events that i put together because you were like no no one will come like no one's gonna care and then, because it was like, she posted on Facebook, I think, because she was like from where I'm from. 
And so I would just like emailed her and I was like, hey, and we like rented her little studio in mm-hmm. Mooresville, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And then I was like at the front desk, like selling shirts. It was Always. just like with, Always. My, with my whole family there, like, and they were <laughs> just like, what I your mom life? came, your, mm-hmm. was Lacey there? Did your sister come? I think so. I know my aunt and my cousin were there, my mom. And then, yeah. And then my grandparents came because yeah. we went to like the restaurant next door. So, yeah. yeah, that was that was crazy. God, that was the beginning of it all. Oh my God, shut up! That's when we realized that we could start actually. Like making there was money a demand somehow. for people, yeah. to come and see us live because for the longest time, again, you were like, no, that's not going to happen. No yeah. one cares enough. And then now we've you know done even more. And then like with, when we started touring, like Facebook was like insane like we were selling out venues like Uh, getting tickets like crazy and now it's so hard to pack a venue like we know we have that demand hopefully Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's hard for people coming into social media because it's so hard to get your things sold or Mm -hmm. for people to see your posts when you're trying to do an event or get people to sign up for something i feel like for us Mm -hmm. the organic reach was still an option on facebook and other places and now it's just with the algorithm changes it's really hard for new creators Okay. Awesome. We're good. <laughs> awesome talk, guys. We're going to get into the Q&A because there's some really juicy questions Ooh. here. People are really excited that you're going to wow. be on the podcast. Wow. Um, the number one question that I'm getting is, how do you feel around, like, Caleb and I, do you feel like, <laughs> like, do you get jealous is the is the number one question. I, I There's, like, 20 um, of them saying asking that. I wouldn't say that I get jealous. But I do respect that you guys are still dating. <laughs> at, certain, at certain times, you need your alone time. You guys love to have your little kikis. And so I respect that. I'm not jealous of it. I mean, yeah, no, you guys have been in love far oh, longer. God. My <laughs> the amount of times God. he like legitimately says, like, oh, you're talking to your girlfriend? Like, oh, yeah, like your girlfriend's coming over? And he means it. He means I it. I mean, it. you guys are basically in a relationship without any sex. Oh my god. That's really it. Okay, Cam. You guys will say no as long as you want, but you guys get true happiness from each other. He's jealous. I think the answer is yes. Alright, next question. What is your pet peeve of both Caleb and I? Oh. Well, for Caleb, my biggest pet peeve is your timeliness. I am fucking mad. theme. (laughs) Because you... Like, I do make your schedule, but I always have to think of, like, all the other million things that you'll want to do, or Mm -hmm. what time is he going to get up today, or Mm -hmm. is he going to show up to this on time? So I do a lot of lying in that regard. And in turn, lies to me. It does trickle down to me. It does trickle down to me, and I'm upset because I'm too timely. So he tells me to be there early, and I'm 15 minutes early, so then I Mm -hmm. end up being 45 minutes early. Mm. And we end up being 15 minutes late. (laughs) Um, So I'm sitting there for an hour. (laughs) What is my biggest pet peeve for Haley? This is interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> what is my biggest pet peeve? I won't be mad. Everyone has a pet peeve. <laughs> I'm just perfect. Mm. I do feel that sometimes we have to hold your hand. Mm. Yes. Depending. Mm. You, Some... like, you like to be guided more than anyone in the group, I would say, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think like against like you and Allison. Yeah. She. I mean, I do love a good guiding. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you all do. But I'm saying, like, she... Like, I can't even call someone on the phone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> her her first instinct is to always... Ask for help. Ask. That's not bad. Yeah. I just, like, would rather just, like, cut the corners and just know first mm-hmm. and foremost. Like, what, just tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah, that's her... That's her... Um, that should be on your merch. Just tell me what to do. Just tell, tell me what to do. do. <laughs> just tell me what to do. Um, okay, next is what your favorite things are about each one of us. <clears throat> Little fitness man. I love your creativity. Oh, cute. Thanks. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we wouldn't be here if we didn't have, like, you following, like, your dream or your vision or just, like, going out there being creative. And I feel like you do get down on yourself a lot. Like, after every shoot, you're like, mm, that was bad. That was horrible. I don't want to put that out. But, like, that's why yeah. we're here, you know? And then for Haley, um... Ugh, I was gonna say creativity, but I can't say the same thing. That's just rude. What the I, fuck? I like the um, <laughs> what's the word? Like when you bring something different. I like that you're like not the norm, and you're always looking to do different things. Cute. And be like you're down for whatever, but you're also like you're always thinking of well. Everything. Even this podcast. Yeah. We wouldn't have done it without Haley being mm-hmm. like, we need to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And even wow. like it shows like <laughs> doing like your own version of the choreography, but like still doing the choreography or like being like it shoots and just like having your own personality there mm-hmm. and just being different. Oh, cute. Because anyone can be like... Not anyone can be a dancer, but anyone can, like, act like they're a dancer. Mm-hmm. But not a lot of people can, like, have a personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so many duds out there. Yeah. And so I'm just glad you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I think Haley also has opinions. Oh, yeah. And she voices This is them. like, I'm yeah. okay, yes, give it to me. And I don't like... Yeah, she does have opinions. And she does voice she, And, like, we don't always agree. And yeah. I, a lot of times I'm offended. I'm like, how dare you have that opinion when that's the opposite of mine. But then yeah. it's just a good way to keep making... Like, no, it's, grow. It's nice because we can have productive banter. Yeah. 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 Like, if we do something that makes her mad, like, we'll know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's good. Yeah, we definitely mesh really well as a team, yeah. I feel. Yeah. But we've also been doing it for so long that it it just seems natural. And mm-hmm. I think we'll do a whole podcast on, like, working with friends and stuff like that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, my next question for you is, um, do you enjoy being a backup booty? <laughs> this is a loaded question. <laughs> I mean, No. <laughs> It's not what I want to be doing because right. in a, like there's different pieces to it. I enjoy that I'm being a part of like this mission and like people really connect with me. They understand because I'm not a dancer. I don't really know what I'm doing and I'm just like giving it my all. So like I enjoy it. I want to support it. I'll be in videos like where needed. But on the flip side, like even the call I had the other day, it was like, now all of my calls are like about me being in the videos like oh i just saw you or like i was talking to like atlantic and they were like what's the back of booties at and like how to send them my handle and i was just like mm. it's just like a weird it's just like, weird. like because where do i because stand then, because then i'm like when i'm trying to be in those like authoritative moments of like give me all of your money yeah and then i'm the one that's but you're on, still talent but then i'm the one that's on screen so like in a business sense i don't 
I'm not in love with it. But then also on the flip side, I'm like, no, this is great because like people can connect with me. They mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. Like they're able to see someone else dancing there. But also so like in like tours, weird. like when we're on tour and stuff, and you're trying to like yeah. manage the door, and people are like, Cameron, Cameron, like let's yeah. get a picture together. Yeah. And you're like, um, okay, well I also have to do yeah. this. Like, I'm doing just a million things. Over time, like just having that like recognition. That's why I like for the a different tour like I want to have someone else there that's just like a neutral party that we don't like we <laughs> he's do, too famous like, that they don't exist <laughs> like I want them to think that like that person is just someone that works at that venue yeah, yeah. I don't want them to know that they're acquainted with us yeah and so just because like when I am checking people in like I'm checking in 300 people in a 30 minute time frame and they all know who you are but then I'm also like running meet and greet so I have to like control that and, and they, they also want a photo with you and then they want <laughs> pictures like with me or like in meet and greet they want me in the meet and greet so it's just yeah a lot to juggle mm-hmm. because it's like I do wear all these hats mm-hmm. so adding that hat makes everyone that is a fan be like I want right I want to talk to you I want to like yeah. know about you Absolutely. and they feel like they know me so <laughs> I'm not mad about it right but it does make it hard okay last question why didn't you want them to do the podcast at first and how did you do that logo so quickly <laughs> <laughs> who asked that was that you no no was it either of you no, no. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable like whoever this is. <laughs> well, in all honesty, was it because we just had, when well, we still do, we have a lot going on. There's a lot of things we're working on. And I just wanted to make sure that all of our time was being put towards something that was helping grow the business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, mm, if I don't see like a, a reward, like instantly, I guess, or like I don't, if I don't understand like, okay, this is how it's going to help us or this is what it's going to do. And then I was also like, the podcast market is very saturated. So like, are there gonna are all of our fans gonna want to listen to it? Whatever. There's a million little pieces, um, and then the logo. I was just sitting there while you you guys you were we were the first recording episode. our first yeah. episode. And so I was like, okay, if they're gonna do it, they might as well. Just he saw us do give it. the hard work. He saw us hard at work, and, and he I, was inspired. And I was like, if my name's gonna be near this. <laughs> Then they need to have something That's real. what it's actually about. Um, and so I was just on there. I drank an entire like Yeti of cold brew. Yeah, you I was, did. I was you were cracked out. Yeah. Like, that, I haven't been that cracked out in a minute. And I was just like going in and I was like looking at Starbucks logo. <laughs> and then I was like, what if I could turn a coffee bean into like a microphone and then like the Wi-Fi thing. And then I was like, well, what? So I was just throwing things around and I don't know Photoshop. But, but you do. But you figured it but out. But I figured it out. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't great. Like, the first pass wasn't, like, it. There yeah. was, like, obviously other tweaks to be had. But, but you made something. But and then, I made Then it. we ran with it mm-hmm. and used it. So. And now, here it is. Yeah. What a logo. What a logo. What a logo. I love that logo. Okay. Wow. Wow. How excited are you that you are our first guest <laughs> on Coffee with My Ex? <laughs> What a time. What a time. Okay, a but this is kind of our tradition on the podcast. Mm. We have two little traditions. The first one is what like music, podcast, movie, show you're loving right now to recommend to our viewers. Well, I would always recommend Pure Heroin by Lord. Oh the, my God. The entire album, especially right now when you're so emotional, just listen to the whole thing, cry a little bit, and then have some wine. Cameron and I stayed up till 6 a.m., Blaring pure heroin. Yes, you did. And taking shots at mm-hmm. 5 a.m. Yes, we did. And I fully regret it, but I, I think was, that everyone should do it at least I once. was hungover for two days after that. That was the worst hangover of my life. <laughs> um, 
It was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. They were playing music so loudly that I could. I tried to put myself to bed at five, <laughs> and I could not sleep because the music was blaring. And you found so them in the closet. <laughs> I went into the closet. I brought my pillow. I I set my pillow up so that if you open the door, it wouldn't hit my head and break my neck. Yeah. And I just laid my little head down to sleep, and I was out. And then I woke up to Cameron like opening the door, and then Haley laughing at me. <laughs> But I tell you what, I had a great. I mean, the sound was gone the moment you I should shut record that the door. podcast in your closet. It's a wonderful soundproof room. I mean, they they had no regard oh, for no. the neighbors. I mean, it was thumping. This, you know how Lord is like. This, this church is thumping. Like on our home theater. Side. No, this this apartment is very good at blocking noise because they've had multiple little DJ sessions, and you can only hear things when you're in the hallway. Yeah, that's true. This is a this is. Great well, I'm telling room. you from that bedroom, <laughs> it was oh loud. Oh my god! All right, Caleb, your music or media, whatever. I don't, don't even care. What is it? Oh my <laughs> show! Do I have a show? I... You can also do like music or like anything oh. else, but a, a show. I like to. I like to say my show. I know. You don't know what it is. It's Parenthood. Oh my oh, god! Oh, you do know. He's Karen's so it's it's oh. already done. They've cycled through but i just started watching it and then i texted my like mom and sister and i was like have you guys seen the show and they're like yeah i cried every episode and so have i so it's a great show. i find him crying on the couch a <laughs> oh lot oh my god it just reminds because my family was supposed to come here and then coronavirus happened so then yeah. i'm already like itching to like be around them and then i'm watching the show and like this girl moves from her city like in with her family and then like they're all together again and they're happy and it's a whole thing Oh, so my recommendation <laughs> is, um, I just had it and I lost it. What's the show? Will and Grace. Will and Grace is such a good show, and I am so sad that it's getting canceled. But um, it's uh, wasn't it already canceled? It was mm-hmm. canceled. It had like eight seasons, got canceled, came back like ten years later, mm. and I think it's so funny, easy to watch, nice gay comedy. It's great. So guys, I finally started one of oh, Philip's no one recommendations. <laughs> no one's gonna like I'm running this podcast, like none of you guys are helping. Um so my recommendation is It's Shits Creek. I did start it. I've only been watching it for I think five days and I'm on season five. Um <laughs> the, her ability to blaze through shows is unmatched. We've but got, I took one of your recommendations. We've got to get her a job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 I have been straight chilling during this quarantine. Like I, <laughs> it's been a nice month off. It's been a nice month off. Oh my god! <laughs> but I definitely recommend Shit's Creek. It's really funny, and um, I like it. So yeah, another easy watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Next up in our tradition is an intention for the week. What kind of intention? No, it's really hard. I tr- struggle every single I don't week. No. I mean, it can be simple, like something you. Sometimes want to mine's do. more of like a to-do list. Hmm. Well, my intention for the week would be to close some deals that I would like to close. Amen. There's a few that I have that are sitting out there in the world, so. Mm-hmm. And they're secrets. <laughs> he is scary. <laughs> my intention is to maybe take a little bit more time off this week. I could use some relaxing days. That's funny because mine's that the actual opposite. <laughs> I do. I want two days off. 
Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, but I usually Usually I feel like we're like working like dogs on the weekends. Yeah, the weekends are hard. Well, yeah, (laughs) that's because you guys always want to do the podcast. It always, yeah, we do do the podcast. I'm always like, I'm always pounded on the weekends. That's the only time I ever work. Um, Yeah, my intention for this week is... (laughs) No one asked her. Like literally no one cares about me. It's fine. Um, (laughs) uh, My intention for the week is to not get overwhelmed with getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's... Because I really haven't, I've been wallowing in my home, um, as I should have been. But it's going to be a lot to have places to go and things to I have to do. I was just thinking about that. Like, everyone has to go back to normal life. Oh my gosh. I'm sh- like, I can imagine like working like a nine to five or like someone mm-hmm. where you have to actually answer to them because I don't answer to you. So. <laughs> like those people like in normal offices, a lot of them aren't even like going back, even though like they're able to in a sense. Yeah. Just because like their offices are trying to figure out like proper protocol for all of them yeah like with us it's like there's only three of us the only place we're going is is here this is is the office like this is this is the live stream space this is the office this is the editing room this is yeah yes it is yes it is multifunctional apartment yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love it well, thank you guys so much for joining us yes. on this episode. Thank you, Cameron, yeah. for being yes. our guest uh, with no fee. With no fee. You can follow Cameron at, at Cameron Moody on mm-hmm. Instagram. You can follow me at Haley Jordan 12 Caleb at The Fitness Marshall. But most importantly, you can follow at Coffee With My Ex on Instagram. And if you aren't watching this on YouTube, you should try watching on YouTube because it's just like... I love watching podcasts on YouTube. It's, it's just like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. more fun that way. I don't listen to them. I only watch yeah. them. I yeah. need a visual. I love a visual. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Caleb. Coffee with my ex. And boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs>